Five Drive. Catch up. To Lemonade, aka on the Five Drive Heritage Tour, driven by Suzuki. And earlier today, we were on the Tax Campus. We got to meet somebody incredibly fascinating, Professor Karen Harris, who's the head of department and director of the University of Pretoria's archives. And she is interested in lecturing heritage and tourism, which is what we've been trying to do from a non-academic way to you tell great stories about the country get us all to care get us to go out and see the people places hidden gems and make it great so to get someone of her caliber's ear and to be able to ask her why she thinks this kind of stuff matters maybe you'll dig this check this out is it important well, what happens through the act of, of tourism that people come to understand more about their heritage and, and why is it that that actually matters I think there's so much to say about it. I mean, first of all, Africa was the five, the big five, and it was just animals, animals, animals. But we've got so much more to offer. And I think the world over is now interested in heritage. Where do we come from? What makes us tick? And our country, particularly with our rainbow nation and so on, we've got so much to offer. But also heritage is so important, I feel, at a, at a level as a peacemaker. Because when you understand people through their heritage, um, I'm traditionally a historian. I have a PhD in history. So this is something that I've got into. And using tourism as a mechanism to get people to find each other is incredible. Now, a lot of people have got reservations about tourism. You know, tourism is the rich coming and exploiting the poor and, da, da, da. and you know, whose tourism is it? And, you know, do you have the right to do tourism? And I think as long as we do it in a consultative and an inclusive manner, it's very important. Um, not only are governments realizing that the GDP can be pushed up by you know, putting your, your heritage out there, but it mustn't be commodified. It's got to be done very sensitively. And that's what I think we're trying to do at the university. We are having this, we have a degree now, we're one of the only universities with a degree in heritage and cultural tourism as opposed to tourism management. And our students are, are exposed to what is our... To, uh, to interview Prof Harris, who is somebody that has taken to PhD level and beyond a university course about heritage and tourism, the kind of thing that we try to do on this tour. Like, how do you make people care, right? You're listening to this now and, and, and we're telling you, you know, the country's so beautiful, you should go see it, it matters, it's cool. And hopefully we've been able to achieve that. I sincerely believe that it's happened and if it has for you, that's awesome. So I, I wanted to ask her, someone who's dedicated her life and is incredibly smart, why it is that all this kind of stuff matters from an academic perspective. And this is what she had to say as we stood on campus on another beautiful sunny day in the middle of Pretoria uh, with a sign behind us, a sculpture that said, think. The other thing I want to bring onto the table is this whole thing of COVID. COVID has destroyed the tourism industry the world over. It was the industry that was the hardest hit. It is something in Africa that contributes to GDPs across the board. But what we need to do is we need to be very careful um, of how we reignite tourism. So I'm actually on a project now that we're looking at remodeling the model of tourism. And we're looking at how do we change it so that people who've never traveled before travel and people who've never been part of it before become part of it. So for example, our tourism legislation that we have in the country, the, the act starts by saying it must be more inclusive but we're one of the most regulated tourism industries in the world. In the world, we're more regulated than the global north. So if you want people who come from disadvantaged backgrounds, people who've got those indigenous stories, people that go away, you need to get them on board. And we've actually developed a project with the Department of Tourism called the Indigenous Storyteller, where those people can become part of the tourism package and tell the stories. And I'm not only talking about the Bushmen telling their stories about the hot or whatever the case may be. I'm talking about even that old auntie who knows how to make krimfarkis, which is a traditional whatever. That's a story to be told, and we need to capture those stories. And then, of course, we've gone into another dimension, which a number of my students have started working on, the whole thing of um, virtual reality. 
do we do we take these stories and make them virtually real? Do we have this, you know, like they do with the Holocaust people and so on? So these stories are kept for future generations. So there's that sensitivity that you know we've got to also bring to it because these stories are going to die out if we don't preserve them. Um, but we don't want this to be a zoo where people are put on show. That's one of the biggest concerns I think that that we've got to keep in mind is that sensitivity towards whose heritage and treat it. Catch up from some of the best moments from the Five Drive team by going to 5FM's Catch Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.